0: I always saw this as my favorite Maroon 5 song, honestly. I thought it was my favorite. I could never <laughs> be too sure. <laughs> You're going to leave this guy? Live from the studio, I'm Jimmy Seleski.
1: I'm Eric Glazer. Uh, and we were just brought in by the sensual singing voice of Adam Levine. Yeah, what's
0: he gonna do for using his track? Is he gonna DM YouTube for uh, you know us cheating by bringing in a song? He's kind of not in a place to copyright slap us on this one. I don't think.
1: No, morally, morally. legally, yes, he what? would. He <laughs> legally has the right to copyright strike this, but morally. You've been in enough DMs recently, Adam. I
0: think you have.
1: It's a bad <laughs> week
0: to bring that up because we're going to light you up, baby.
1: <laughs> we're going to be the last people to light you up. We're going to be four days late. On four the days late.
0: Do you have a Twitter? <laughs> Do you have a phone?
1: Do you follow any sort of meme page on Instagram?
0: <laughs> Are you involved in social media? <laughs> <laughs> then you've probably heard of our first topic of the day. It's a little buzz, buzz, uh, buzz uh, cast for you. Um, Got to yeah, get this one in cast. for the people. So for the
1: people by the people, and the people being me and Jimmy and and, and the only the- listeners of this podcast
0: and the mysterious buzz Maybe that is your a phone
1: kind of- next to the thing. Oh, yeah, that definitely is it. That's probably it. All
0: right. Well, that solves that issue. There we go. Yeah, I thought you were ringing in with a little something special. I personally, uh, first of all, as I discovered before this podcast, it is the hardest thing in the world to find the original like DMs. DMs or There's not that well, I many. I think
1: it, like, it came out in someone like made a TikTok or something like mm. revealing it. I think one of the girls who got sexted, Mm. Um, made like a TikTok, being like, you know, like people on TikTok are like, guess whose celebrity parents I have? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. the girl's probably like, guess what? Celebrity was trying to fuck me, and then I did. <laughs> I know. It's like, what are you trying to prove? Yeah.
0: Like, haha! This guy wanted to fuck me. It's like, isn't that your whole business model? Doesn't every guy want to fuck like, you? And you fucked him. And crazy. you did. <laughs> and that's you did. crazy. Now is that confirmed? Did they? Did they fuck?
1: Um, here's the thing. I don't know much about this. I literally have seen more memes about it than I have the real posts. Mm-hmm. So I just know like the couple of things where he's like, oh, fuck, your body's crazy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's tough. Um, You know, I, I just kind of wanted to bring it. Look, I don't know if they had sex. Um, I don't know if they had sex. You know, but
1: a- I mean, I think just like a bunch of people came out being like. Yeah, he was hitting on me, too. Um, But here's the thing. Um, People are just making a joke out of it, Mm -hmm. which is fine. It's super funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wrote a joke a while ago about when Jeff Bezos' text got leaked, where he, like, legitimately sounds like a robot trying to have sex. Yes. But, like... It worked because he's fucking Jeff Bezos. Yeah,
0: because he's a quadrillionaire.
1: And also, Adam Levine is sexy. Yeah. Adam, so if a girl gets a message for, and she's a Maroon Five fan and sexy ass Adam Levine is in your inbox, yeah, it doesn't or matter not what a Maroon the Five fan, saying. yeah, yeah, you could be a 98 Degrees fan, you'd still love that. <laughs> you shit. You could be
0: any music fan. If Adam Levine DMs you, I think it warrants a response. Yeah. I don't see too many people just ghosting Adam Levine. Yeah. But you like, know.
1: But you know, on the other hand, if fucking like, I don't know. There aren't, I'm trying to think of an ugly famous person, and there aren't, wouldn't you think? Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, early Ed Sheeran, I'll say.
0: Early Ed Sheeran, before he glowed up with the fame.
1: Yeah, before he glowed up. Still know he still got Levine. like a chef before, you know, he had a personal trainer, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Little old Ed, Ed Sheeran from England. Yeah. If he was like, "Oh, las, your fucking body is crazy. <laughs> your body is a wonderland. Your body is it's a It's a John Mayer song. It's not even me. It's not even me. Put my lips on your body."
0: <laughs> Adam Levine might be Girls would
1: be freaked out. The
0: hottest rock star. Girls would term. call him
1: Ed edge here and a sex pest if he did that.
0: They would. Well, actually, see, I don't even I don't even know about that. See, I'm I think when you're an A-list celebrity, You can probably DM anyone you want, and your success rate is going to be way above the best looking normal dude you've ever met. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? But
1: I guess what I'm just trying to say is they're like, uh, it's interesting because let's say you and me were both on the single market right now. Yes. And we messaged a girl the same shit. You would get the Adam Levine response. I would get the Ed Sheeran response.
0: Or we'd both get no response.
1: Well, that's probably that's more likely. The to
0: heaviest, most likely situation. There's two there's two major questions we have to ask ourselves as a society. And I think that Adam Levine bit the bullet for all of us. The first is a serious question. Mm. And I think I know the answer to it. And that question is raised. It, uh, now this is of course. Let's say, for argument's sake, they never actually hooked up. Mm-hmm. This is just a series of DMs. Uh, many people are under the impression that flirting is not cheating. Mm-hmm. I disagree.
1: Yeah. How, Depends how can on th- you be telling something, I think I'm going to need that booty? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's beyond flirting. Cheating?
0: Yeah, that's not that's not flirting, though. And yeah. I think that's the thing. Like, like, sexting is a different level of flirting. Yeah. I've and I rarely guess, sexted.
1: Yeah. I don't, I've never, like, I have, I've never done, like, literary sexting. I don't yeah. even think I've ever sent, like, a dick pic, realistically. Never. Realistically, I haven't either. Figuratively, maybe.
0: Figuratively. Metaphorically <laughs> speaking.
1: I've sent many metaphorical dick pictures. <laughs> <laughs> This is shadows casted on my wall. (laughs) A (laughs) (laughs) simile,
0: like or as my dick. (laughs) Mythological
1: dick pictures.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, so uh, this is definitely like this is something that like I'm surprised. I don't think anybody's saying that this isn't uh, isn't cheating. Um, But I did see somebody tweet something that was like, just so you know, flirting. Is cheating, y'all. And then so many of the responses in the thread were like, nah, you're tripping, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I guess at that point you kind of have to like wager what we're talking about here. Yeah. Like if you're just like joking around.
1: Yeah, if you're like joking around at the office. Yeah. If you know, you're like, oh, yeah, he's my work husband. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like, all right, that's fine. This is like a cute PG-13 little mm-hmm. sitcom type situation going on. Mm-hmm. If you're like going over to the copier and scanning <laughs> your fucking balls on the <laughs> scanner and then like passing him over to Linda to mm. and then making her eat the piece of paper, <laughs> that's sexting. Mm. It's certainly not flirting. It's not flirting.
0: There's a high degree of flirting. So I think most people are in agreement that this is cheating. You are actively conversing about the possibility, metaphorically, of having sex. Mm. Now, the bigger, grander question is, I'm glad you brought up Jeff Bezos.
1: You're speaking it into existence.
0: You are manifesting. Mm-hmm. You're cheating. manifesting cheating. You're planning it. It's it's yeah. it, it's like um, what do they call that when you uh, plan something premeditated? Yeah, premeditated? premeditated cheating. Sex. That is that is first. <laughs> se- that is third. It's,
1: I think it would be first degree sex. That is if you had <laughs> because sex because it's that, premeditated. Second degree would be unplanned sex. Yeah.
0: So you have but
1: still violent.
0: Third degree cheating is incidental. Third-degree cheating is a moment of passion. You're out at the bars, you're wasted, you wind up hooking up.
1: That's third-degree cheating. It's a misdemeanor. (laughs) You're getting a ticket for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's sex slaughter.
0: This doesn't really... (laughs) Nobody knows what second-degree is. It's kind of like a second-world country. Nobody really knows what second-degree anything is. We know first-world countries, we know first-degree murder. We know third-world countries, we know third-degree murder. Second-degree... We could have just cut out the middleman. Yeah. First degree cheating is you are planning it. You're making plans to link up. That's a different level of cheating, I would say. Now, yeah. both are bad, and both, in my opinion, would warrant a breakup.
1: Yeah. You've written a manifesto. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in this case, we have to ask ourselves, uh, going back to the Jeff Bezos thing, we saw Jeff Bezos' sex. Yeah. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Not good. Cringe.
1: I love you, Alive Girl. <laughs> I'd like <laughs> I'll show you with my body, my lips and my eyes very soon.
0: <laughs> that is uh unbearable to read. Yeah. And I I don't think I ever did. It's like is it supposed to be poetic because it's not? <sighs> and you'd like to think that these like super geniuses because obviously I I mean, can we say that a guy like Jeff Bezos is a type of genius? I mean, how yeah. do you not
1: well, I mean, I just like to imagine like geniuses trying to get pussy is like the math equation in fucking goodwill Hunting. <laughs> and they just like have the equation to finally get ass on the board, and then like in the middle of the night some janitor figures it out. Yes, that's pretty much what <laughs> yeah. it is.
0: Some guy that is Adam nowhere Levine
1: overnight is just like oh, your <laughs> fucking shit is stacked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, here's what we have to ask ourselves. From all the celebrity uh, leaks that we've seen,
1: mm-hmm. is
0: Adam Levine's sexting that bad?
1: It's not even that bad. It's not that bad. And, like, I don't even think, like, a dick pic or anything leaked. Like, he Nothing. didn't get his iCloud, ha- iCloud hacked or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, worst case scenario, he's going to lose his loving wife and uh, his two children and future one. That's bad. In the court of law.
0: in the cor- Or in the court of just marriage. I mean, just, like, you know. Of public opinion. Public opinion. You know, it, I'm looking at these DMs and I'm thinking, like, should we leak everyone's DMs right now? Because I am not convinced that this isn't how the average dude sex. Oh, you know, like, I mean, it's probably worse.
1: Oh my God. Like, at least, like, Adam Levine, he's probably ran that line a couple times and workshopped it. Mm-hmm. The regular ass dude, some 19 year old sending a girl a Tinder message right now, is probably like, Goo, goo, gaga, we'll fuck you. <laughs> precisely
0: yeah he's not even bothering with emojis half the time i mean this guy's throwing the dizzy eyes emojis tasteful that's a move i would do
1: that's like a deep cut
0: that's a good emoji to throw i'm looking at that one there were some that were worse honestly hotter take the girl should be more embarrassed by her responses i Mm -hmm. am not even gonna trouble myself with trying to pull these up but some of them are so cringe on her part like Adam Levine is just breaking out five out of ten bare average dude sexting. You know, mm-hmm. we, you and I were classier. You know, I don't need to break out my DMs and, and show you what kind of game I'm working with on the internet. It's not great, but it's it's better than this. But but I also appreciate that, like, I'm you know I'm working different angles. You know, I'm coming at it from
1: just I yeah, don't from have your account, the podcast account, the podcast account, <laughs> yeah, because it has more followers. So I figured. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, it, it, you know, you set up, you set it up for the alley oop from the podcast. Yes,
0: you know? yes. <laughs> slam dunk. <on. laughs> um, you know, so I think, I think much, you know, classier guys, guys, and I think this really comes down to to adaptation. You know, as uh, look, we're, as we mentioned before, we're both we're both taken gentlemen. We're yeah. not single, but we've, we've yeah
1: in our thirties. We're in our
0: thirties. I mean, we're happy birthday, by the way. Oh, I thank got to thank mention you. that uh, I want to cover your birthday we're in a moment. We should have opened up with now. that. Yeah.
1: Well, there's much more exciting news to cover. <laughs>
0: <laughs> As two gentlemen in our 30s, we've uh, sent our fair share of text DMs. We've had our fair share of sagas with different women that caught our, our interest and things like that. And um, we because we're Just not...
1: Many uh, many cases of unrequited love.
0: Unrequited, <laughs> unresponsive love. <laughs> um, but we because we don't have positions of high status and money and power and fame, uh, we actually have to work harder to develop the skills to uh, quote unquote woo a potential uh you know whatever you want to call it or yeah. a female that at your interest. Like, we're
1: like the banes yes. of getting pussy. <laughs> we are.
0: We are the banes. We we were yeah, we were born in the
1: darkness. We were molded by it.
0: And we're still there. <laughs> um but Adam Levine, you know, you gotta hand it to the guy is the guy became famous when he was like in his early, early twenties, maybe 20, 21 years old. Mm-hmm. He's never really had to to work the grind that the average man has to work to impress a woman. He's never had to develop like a good opener on Tinder. He's never had to develop a good pickup line at a bar. Anywhere he goes, 95% of the woman women in that venue would do it. Hmm. Anyone he messages, 95% of the women uh
1: would do it.
0: Including the, the woman that's trying to uh flame him right now. She probably did it. I'm I'm pretty sure that's uh confirmed. He probably leaked
1: it because he didn't leave his wife for her yeah <laughs> maybe not i don't know I'm um not, i don't want to be mean about eric it. i think you're on to something i'm glad you said it <laughs> but
0: i i am willing to co-sign that with a capital fucking j i'm willing to Celeski. say that's exactly what happened i'm willing to say that's exactly what happened look this is what this is okay let's 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 wind it back now because now we're really cooking here um here's what happened Adam Levine messaged an Instagram model. What is an Instagram model, you ask? An Instagram model is a person, generally female, who makes millions and millions of dollars as she's successful by being hot. She gets to go on awesome vacations. She gets to go to great clubs and appearance fees and endorsements. And th- Her entire line of industry is by advancing her social stature based off of how her physical appearance. Now, part of that would include, wow, I have access to all these high-profile men who are, you know, I have lots of followers on Instagram, uh, and now guys at the level of Admiral Levine are DMing me. Um, she absolutely went along. You can see from the DMs that she was going along with yeah. it. So, so ha- here,
1: I'm, I'm looking at an, artic- an article right now kind of listing out everything that happened. So Okay. Uh, it, it was about... Uh, let me see like four or five women he's been doing it with one they were having a a, an affair for over a year oh Um, so this is
0: multiple women huh?
1: with Levine showing screenshot of DMs from his official IG account as proof these DMs don't necessarily prove an affair but they are flirty hmm Uh, flirty very flirty um witchy hot chicks saying hot chick. i don't really get it's it's this. impossible to people find people are trying to be fucking people love just writing unnecessary shit in articles so they can get more fucking well that's the issue money for the words they have in it Jesus when i was Christ. trying
0: to find i think the one the most popular dm blow up was that girl sumner i think it's literally spelled s-u-m-n-e-r yeah, sumner, sumner stro and so you're looking at the DMs. She's clearly going along and with it poorly.
1: Behati Prinsloo. I think
0: that's his like wife or whatever she oh, is, okay. significant other. I don't know. I'm assuming they're married.
1: Bro, what the fuck kind of name is Behati?
0: Behati. Maybe I, I was my, wondering if it was like Betty with extra letters. Maybe.
1: I mean, it's probably why he's leaving her for a hottie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could to have a hottie, or I could to be with a woman who wants to be a hottie. Um. So I think this is why your theory lines up, our, our theory lines up, because you clearly see that she's going along with it. And again, I cannot stress this enough, um, she's going along with it worse than he is. Now, granted, women obviously do get a handicap in the, the sexting category because, as we talked about several times in the podcast, they don't need to try as hard. However, in this instance— I would say that the power dynamic is slightly shifted in Adam Levine's favor. So maybe there is uh, a, an incentive for her to try hard. If a regular dude was DMing her, obviously she's not going to try hard. But this guy is actually above her status in terms of like where he exists in society. So like you would think that she would put a little bit more effort in. But generally, because uh, just like famous men, attractive women have never really had to develop that skill, uh... She really couldn't go anywhere with it. So she's replying with some really more embarrassing stuff than what he was saying. Again, he's just going like, oh, my God, you're so hot. Fuck, dizzy eyes, emojis. I would do anything for it. That's a 3 a.m. text that uh, probably most men have sent. Oh, my God, you're so fucking hot, blah, blah, blah. And that's also a text that you send to someone that you definitely know is in the bag.
1: Here's also the bad thing. Apparently... Levine asked if it would be okay to name his baby Sumner if it's a boy I <laughs> think that Levine gave her the impression that his marriage to uh, Prince Lu was over oh wow here so that apparently he was yeah yes. so apparently he like he was in pretty deep if he was gonna name his fucking kid after the Instagram model he's like sexting and he, it was gonna be his kid with the with prinz- his current wife wow yeah that's shitty that's crazy that's shitty
0: you know, look. Don't, don't, I don't want anybody to mistake that we're uh, that I'm taking Adam Levine's back. I'm just trying to figure out the developments of this, and the flaming it, it is clearly a result of a scorned lover. He probably told this chick that the marriage hey. was. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be loved.
1: <laughs> um, and he will we'll be, loved. be loved.
0: Um. He probably was telling this girl that, you know, like, yeah, I'm leaving my wife like like, it's over. It's on the rocks, you know, whatever. Like, I'm going to break up with her soon. Anyway, we're going to be together. You're so fucking hot. I love you. And then he probably hit once or twice. And then was just like, you know what? Actually, uh, I forgot I have a wife and two kids and you're just an Instagram model.
1: And I already hit. So This uh, this was his response, by the way. I used poor judgment in speaking with anyone other than my wife in any kind of flirtatious manner. I did not have an affair. Nevertheless, I crossed the line during a regrettable period of my life. Wow. Wow, good for you. Poor
0: judgment is a
1: massive understatement. I shouldn't have been talking to any woman other than my wife. (laughs) (laughs) She does not have a gun to my head right now. I think
0: the, uh, you know, we all got to sit here and see. It's Look, at the end of the day, we forget that celebrities are real people, and we forget that, like, there's plenty of dudes, as I said, that are nowhere near as, you know, the level of person. uh, Look, I'm not saying Adam Levine's a great guy. I'm just saying that, like, there's people that have nowhere near the amount of accomplishments and, like leverage to be hitting on all these chicks that are in perfectly good relationships that they probably don't deserve that are sending out dms to the fucking local bar thought down the street and five or six of them and their shit never gets aired out to the public because nobody gives a fuck and now you have a marriage that's it's kind of it's kind of sad in that regard you got to feel bad for the wife it's embarrassing dude if there was a fucking leak dm of my girlfriend telling some other dude he he, she would do anything for the dick i yeah. Not only am I hurt, but I am embarrassed. Yeah, I'm embarrassed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why would you do anything for that dick? Have you seen his dick? It's not even. It doesn't even matter. Have you seen it? It's just like, what's wrong with my dick? Mm-hmm. You know, you would do anything for that dick. <laughs>
1: anything Jimmy's getting visibly pissed right now <laughs> I'm visibly this, pissed <laughs> the made up scenario <laughs> turned <I>, completely red <laughs> I mean I'm pissed right you're now you're embarrassed <laughs> I'm embar- I am beet red embarrassed I'm embarrassed from my own hypothetical I'm <laughs> <laughs> metaphorically I can't even believe I thought that up <laughs> <laughs> that was poor judgment on my part <laughs> <laughs> to even think about that i can't believe i let myself do that <laughs>
0: and you know what you know what um i think w- women generally um th- i think a woman and i have no scientific evidence to back this at all whatsoever yeah,
1: neither of us are women we don't have one in the room to bounce this idea off. we're not of. women but but 100
0: <laughs> 100 is a true fact about that, dames <laughs> that i think women are more likely to stay with someone after they've been cheated on than men mm. because i think that i think that there's a, a a thing in a woman's mind that understands that men are more dogs than they are you know they're more driven by their they're more controlled by their balls whereas the thing with with uh you know like so they're more likely to let us slip up like they understand that like especially if you're like dating it's like my, you know, not my immediate parents, but my, my grandparents, like, you know, I think he had an affair. My grandfather had an affair and like she stayed with him anyway, because it's kind of just like, you know, you're a fucking idiot. You were like, yeah. whatever. And it's like, whereas with guys, I think that it really hurts us to the soul, because I think a lot of times when women cheat, it's it's different. I think when women mm. cheat, it's usually because they're like, they love that guy. Like that guy has given her the attention she wants. He's making her feel like good about herself. And like, she's like, that's like a, that's a premeditated cheating. I think Mm -hmm. men are far more guilty of third degree cheating and women are far more disproportionately guilty of first degree cheating. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why women are more likely to stay with men because women are just like, oh, you fucking idiot. Would you get wasted and and get blown by a stripper? Like, yeah, you're hurt. And it destroys all elements of trust in the marriage. And you probably should break up with him. I just think they're more likely to not. I mean, look at Beyonce. Mm. She stay with Jay Z, yeah. You know what's she gonna divorce the world's first black billionaire because of Becky with the good hair?
1: Yeah.
0: Also, (laughs) I feel like there's a weird thing, and this is another feeling, not a not a fact. Mm -hmm. Feeling, feelings don't care about your facts on this podcast. I have a feeling. I forgot my feeling. Yeah. I forgot my fucking feeling. Oh, I have a feeling that there's also an element. That when a woman is cheating on, there's a certain thing in their mindset that goes, well, if I break up with them, she wins. Mm. That bitch wins. Maybe. I think that. I feel that. Hmm. Look, any women let me know. I'm not saying that's all women. I just think that you're a lot more likely to come across that mindset with women that are like, this fucking home wrecking bitch, she started fucking my husband and what now I'm gonna divorce him and like you know have to like split time with my kids. Like I'm not letting that bitch win. Like fuck her, you know, like get the fuck out of my life, you home wrecker. You know, I feel like that's more likely. Whereas with guys, it's more like you won. Yeah. He fucked my girl.
1: I might, um, I might butcher this, but Liz has a joke where she, like, had a dream where, like, I was cheating on her or something, like one of those classic dreams. Mm -hmm. And, uh, classic. She was like, you know, I've been going to therapy, so I feel like I did in the dream what I would have done in real life, which was, tell me her full name so I can look them up on Facebook and see how mad I should get. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great joke. <laughs> it, it goes, that's like just the first part of it, but you know, that relates. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So overall, um, you know, Adam you fucked up, dude. Uh, also on the same token, don't let him get on you about your, your text game. You know, it wasn't that bad and it doesn't have to be that good in your case. So, yeah. You know, you're Thanks fine again
1: for always listening, Adam. We know you're in there. We know you're one of those numbers.
0: And hey, Adam, if you're still listening. <laughs> 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 um maybe if you were to cuz uh, and women I know I probably lo- we've probably lost a lot of women on this podcast over the years, mm-hmm. primarily this episode. Yeah. But Adam, if you were to direct that level of fawning, the, the if you were to sext your wife the way you sexted that Instagram hoe, she would be madly or in love with you. You know, women want to talk all that shit about, oh, this is so cringe. But what when a guy
1: like workshopping sex to send his wife,
0: that would have been a better uh, that would have been a better play on his part. Yeah. Instead of the boy <laughs> came out and was like, Dude, I was practicing
1: for the last five years. I've been in Instagram only chat relationships just so I could better my marriage. <laughs> just so, I
0: mean, look at the results I'm getting with my wife. Look how good I am. <laughs> I've tried every line under the sun. Worked out its success rate. No. I, I I truly do believe and I think most people would agree that if you because I think that's what really hurts the most on the woman's end of this thing is that he's giving all this attention to this other woman. And it's like, why does does he feel that? Does he not feel that way about me? Yeah. And it's like women want to be like, oh, this stupid fuck boy game. It's like, look, you fucked guys that have messaged you way worse. Trust me. I know it. Uh, so if a guy that you were into was texting you that shit, like, oh my God, I'd do anything for it. Fuck. You're so beautiful. Like I can't, it blows my mind. Dizzy emojis. He would be loving that shit. So Adam, I don't know. Maybe just forward those DMS to your wife. Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, I don't know what else are you going to do at this point?
1: Maybe, maybe wait a little bit. Maybe not right now. Until
0: she forgets exactly what they were.
1: Exactly. Mm hmm. Yeah, give it a couple months, and then break them back out. Use them on your wife. Yeah. You're like, wow, I can't believe I get to wake up to that booty. <laughs> booty! I'd do anything for that booty I wake up next to every morning.
0: Yeah, the booty The booty is... You shouldn't be using the word booty, dude. You're in a 70s <laughs> funk band.
1: Yeah. You know, That's booty like a meme being like... <laughs> Uh, what pirates say. It's like, God, I want to get into that booty. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: I saw another meme. This is uh, how we all learned about these DS. Yeah. I saw another one it was like, uh it was like, fuck, you're so hot. It literally blows my mind. It was like what Goldilocks said when she ate the first bowl of porridge. <laughs> yeah. like, that's a good one. That's a good one. You know? Yeah. I'm glad we can take people's lowest moments and just make them funny memes. Them funny. And that's yeah. what we've been doing with our lives.
1: This whole of. time. It's <laughs>
0: whole time. I'm glad other people can share in the enjoyment. Um, but enough about all that, dude. Not enough about that. How Adam. was the big 30
1: for you, dude? It was good. It was pretty chill. Um, it was a weeknight, so I had to work during the day. Um, but Joey took out uh the office to iBar. So we got some wings, some wings and things. Nice. And uh, play a little ping pong at the office. We got a ping pong table now. I've been getting real into ping pong. Pretty good at it now.
0: You getting like Chinese good? Oh, I'm like getting
1: for- I'm getting Asian good at ping oh, pong. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh well not really, but I mean i <laughs> I'm, I'm getting pretty good. I'm getting pretty good at ping pong. What well, was that one bar you played at that had ping pong? It was like you walk into like a garage. And there's like a ping pong table. There. Probably some.
0: Oh, that brewery. It's probably yeah. a brewery. And that sounds like a, brewery like a burger thing.
1: food truck outside that you guys. Yes. I forget what place that was, though. Mob town, maybe. Mob town. Mob town.
0: Classic Mob brewery town. thing. Games for 30 year olds. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Dude, now that I'm 30, getting back into ping pong. Yep. <laughs> <I'm> getting. <fucking laughs> starting to reminisce on our brewery days. Exactly. Talking about celebrities, sex. Yeah.
0: These are the things we care about now. Yeah, this is all yeah.
1: I care about now in my 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, went out to dinner with my parents and Elizabeth, Alex. Um, we went to it Nanjiang Express, Where's which that? is like this new um, place in Ellicott City. Mm. And it's like the first franchise outside of New York of this like famous soup dumpling place. So they have like really, really good soup dumplings. They got a bunch of other like dim sum stuff. Uh, A little like, you know, you go in there and you're like, oh, this isn't like a dinner restaurant you want to go for your birthday. But then the food comes out and you're like, damn, this is, these are some of the best dumplings I've ever had.
0: That's awesome. Usually those restaurants, like there's a happy medium between like when it looked, because there's the, the, the only thing worse than a restaurant that looks shitty and has like equally shitty food is when a restaurant looks awesome. And, and then still has shitty food. Yeah, it's food. terrible. Because then you wind up paying for the ambiance and none of the like reason you actually came there. Yeah. And but there is like they always had that meme where it's like if the if the if the carryout place looks like this and it's like that old school menu with like the pop in letters and yeah. it's like you know the food's gonna be fire. Yeah. Like sometimes it's like boom, you know. And like you don't strike me as the type of guy that needs to go to the fucking Bellagio for an eighty thousand dollars steak. No. You want some good dumplings also, dog good
1: ass dumplings it's your birthday? birthday dude i'm bringing my own hot oil that i made it's your birthday you can fry <laughs> if you want do to whatever baby i want, baby yeah exactly um so yeah had a really nice time then the day after the next day was uh my mom and elizabeth's birthday so we actually went over to ocean pride for crabs for my mom's birthday wow how was that really good they had good ass crabs over there yeah, kind of the same thing I noticed today is like, dude, traffic around here at like five thirty, unreal, unreal. Yeah, I don't know. Like, did everyone get like three new cars over the pandemic? Yeah, and they drive all three at the same port. time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, everyone just bought Teslas on auto drive and just let them loose all day. Like, what the fuck is going on?
0: I think everyone in Baltimore lives here. Yeah, like most people. I don't get it, <laughs> Lutherville. Yeah. It's wild. Population
1: dude. density five thousand. Yeah. Percent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. After five p.m. Yeah. Um. Well, that's awesome, dude. You are not the only person having an excellent week, because someone ha- who's having a better week, I think, maybe. Who? Uh. And I don't know much about this one either, <laughs> as you've probably guessed. <laughs> but I believe the name is Adnan Sayed. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was just released. Yeah. Thanks to the power of podcasts. Thank God. I don't believe we've freed anyone from jail. In fact, I feel like we may have gotten a couple people in tr- legally in trouble.
1: Yeah, just a few. Just a few. <laughs> just a few people. Sometimes
0: ourselves. Yeah. Uh, so we sometimes have the reverse we'll of take an
1: episode down or two yeah. just because, you know, people say a little too much on this People podcast. say
0: a little too much. They might leave. Haven't done a little too much. It's, it's you know, it's happened. Um, you know, maybe when we up our listenership, we'll start turning that into a turning that frown upside down with our results. But oh yeah, Serial was a podcast that was huge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, not serial like, like serial like S yeah, E R I A L like serial serial killer killer, which AKA is a
1: what Adnan Syed? <laughs> no, I'm just, yeah yeah yeah. I really don't even know AKA what the fuck AKA the case is about. He, um, I just I know like, uh, he got sentenced. For killing his ex-girlfriend Heyman, Heyman Lee. Lee at a Best Buy parking lot in fucking like wherever. Yeah it's right? actually
0: anybody familiar with uh, Lincoln Park not the band but the place mm-hmm. it's actually spelled Leakin L-E-A-K-I-N but I think people it's in West Baltimore it's actually the park that runs right up to the I-70 parking parking ride and mm-hmm. um, Apparently, like, m- so many dead bodies are found there like oh, all yeah. the time. Um, and she was one of them. And he was incarcerated. This happened in, like, the late 90s, I believe. Yeah. I think he went to Woodlawn High School, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so local local story with national uh, acclaim? So, no, not acclaim. But People only after
1: the Serial Podcast came out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And no one
1: was really thinking about that case until that podcast came out. Like, the family of the girl that died was like content. They're like, our daughter's killer is in prison. Mm -hmm. And the law, like justice is good or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, some horny fucking NPR host was like, what if I got to fuck a Muslim man who killed someone?
0: What if I got to fuck a Muslim man? Because he killed someone. My name is Sarah Koenig,
1: (laughs) and I am a slut for prisoners.
0: They don't allow me to fuck prisoners
1: during visiting hours.
0: (laughs) So instead, I have dedicated an entire season of my podcast to freeing Adnan Syed.
1: Um, yeah, I really don't even know anything about the case. I never listened to Serial because everyone was too fucking annoying about it. Yep, you're like
0: me. I'm not going to uh, watch it. Too many people tell me to watch it. I'm not watching it. I yeah, need one person to I'm, tell me.
1: Yeah. Oh, everyone likes this shit. It's ass. Yeah. One
0: person, <laughs> I'll consider it. Two people, I'll watch it. Three people, I'm not watching it.
1: No. That's, that's, that's what
0: that is. Yeah. Second degree recommendation. Second
1: degree hating. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, look, I I don't have an opinion on it because, uh, I don't fucking know. And apparently no one knew for like 20 fucking years what actually happened. And we still don't know, but we.
1: And we still don't know, which is like the weird thing because it's like, okay, so you don't have any like new proof that makes it seem like he didn't kill her. But I guess, like, he has been locked up for over, like, 20-something years now. So, like... He served the amount of time. There's, that- you know, there's the case for reform. I I believe in giving people second chances. I don't think someone should just be thrown into jail and let rot for the rest of their life for something they did as a fucking, like, hormonally in- unstable person. Yeah, that's... Like, a, going through puberty and that's shit. That's a like,
0: tough one, though, because it's, like... It, it's, like... In terms of for murder, that's the only time when I'm like, well, I he mean it ended depends someone's on one's
1: life. It depends on what style of murder, I guess. Like I'm not saying give a serial killer a second chance. I'm not mm-hmm. saying give a fucking like a mutilator or a torturer or whatever a second chance, but like I'm guessing what happened at the end of the day with whatever that case was was probably a crime of passion. Mm-hmm. And something like that I'm more willing to slide on yeah. morally. But also I have no say in any of this shit.
0: Yeah, this is one of the few instances in my life where I genuinely uh I, I kinda just kinda bow out of it because it's like, you know, if you look at it from the, the family of the victim's perspective, they're looking at it as like this person took our daughter from us. I'm not saying he did it, but Mm -hmm. I'm saying in your general murder case where it's cut and dry, this person killed that person. We know it. He did it. Um, This person killed our daughter. Our daughter is never going to be with us. We're going to live with that for the rest of our lives. Her life was ended by this man. And the only fair thing that I would think from the family perspective... I'm not saying that they could rise above this and forgive him in a Jesusly way or whatever mm-hmm. but like it seems pretty fair to be like well you ended someone's life premeditatedly and again this isn't an instance of like you got in a bar fight and in a heat of passion you you know you pulled out a knife and fucking stabbed somebody or shot somebody when you were drunk and it's like dude holy shit I can't believe this this is an instance of like like you had your heart broken by this girl and plotted her murder. Uh Wait, is allegedly that what happened? Yes. Oh my god. Allegedly. Jesus. Um and in that instance it's like I mean the life sentence makes sense. Now, granted, uh many people don't serve life sentences for murder mm-hmm. and he has served upwards of 20 years at this point I believe. So he's already served more time than a lot of people who murder people would serve anyway yeah and i think what wound up being the the kicker in this was that they were able to find out or prove that the prosecution at the time was kind of like hiding exculpatory evidence basically they were hiding evidence that would have led to a different sub suspect or something that would have uh i don't know if they were hiding evidence that would have proven his innocence but at the very least, they were, proving, they were hiding evidence that would have proven that it potentially could have been someone else. Mm. And that I 100% believe. I 100% know that happens because it's happened to me. And it's happened to many people I know and many people I've heard talk about it. It's such a thing. These prosecutors want to win this case. And you know they're worried about their fucking case record. And this is the problem when like, you have state's attorneys that are more concerned with just fucking, you know, being undefeated in court, that they're literally willing to uh, falsely imprison somebody, even, and they might be able to convince themselves that's that, like, what they're doing is right. Like, they might be looking at it as like, look, I believe this person did it, and I'm not gonna throw any shit into this mix that might sway people the wrong way and wind up making them uh, uh, acquit him, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, so I'm gonna... As a moral thing, I'm going to hide this evidence, um, because if it's not one of those two reasons, then what? They had a personal vendetta against him specifically. No, it comes down to them wanting to win and them doing anything in their power to uh, win, even if it means cheating. And and when you and that's that's what's kind of messed up about the the uh, the system in that way is like you have police that will you know botch the investigation you know, fuck up evidence, misplace evidence, purposefully, uh, you know, obfuscate evidence. And it's like, look, that happens. And, you know, if it comes out 20 years later that like, dude, you know, like we actually have evidence, we have stuff here that points to it could have been someone else. And at that point, look, you also have to look at from the family's perspective, which is like their daughter was just killed. This is their ex-boyfriend. This guy makes the most sense to have done it. And they're hurt, and they want to see some level of justice. Yeah. And so they get a sense of comfort knowing that, at the very least, this guy killed our daughter, and now he's in jail. And so they're going at it from an emotional standpoint, too. And it's like such a difficult thing, and that's that's why it's like, I can't judge them for being like, fuck that, he should still be in jail. And I also can't judge other people for being like, dude, you know this shit happens, and you know that, that there was probably some shady shit going on with this investigation. And at that point, it's like... I don't know. You know, you'd like to believe that he's he's reformed now. That's all you can hope for now, you know? Yeah, I guess sure. they can't try him again, can they? You can't be put in double jeopardy. I think no. that's a constitutional yeah. thing.
1: I mean, we all saw that with OJ.
0: Yeah, well, that was he us. He got
1: away the first time, so then they took him to court for some bullshit and gave him, like, extra punishment the second time around because they fucked it up the first time. Yeah, like
0: a life sentence for, like, stealing his own Super Bowl ring Yeah. or something exactly. like that. You know, and that's the realities of the system. As we've discussed the system, uh, I believe this happened after last time I saw it. Did I tell you about...
1: boo baby, for us, by us. Yeah, that's true. That Mm. is
0: true, except not. Um,
1: Well, I'm saying it from the point of view of of the system. The system, yes, 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 for them, (laughs) by
0: them. I was, on my last night, speaking of encounters with the system, the third Mm. kind... The third branch, let's say, encounters with the third branch. Uh, I was playing at the horse, and stop me if I told you this. I don't think I did. Um, It's my last Wednesday night there. I'm officially no longer doing Wednesday nights at the horse. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm still playing there at once a month, give or take, with the band on Friday nights. There's a big, like, kind of semi-private event in the back bar, Mm-hmm. Of like you know whatever people, and uh so like it, but it's not like private like other patrons are there but they're like obviously like 20 30 people with this one party in the back on mm-hmm. like suits and shit and you know they're having a good time. One guy buys me a shot of bullet. He's from Louisville, Kentucky. He's like, yeah, real bourbon. I was like, yes, I'm drinking it right now. It's called Evan Williams, my friend. Um so we do that. And then around 1 a.m. I I get stopped basically mid-song. Like the bartender's just like hovering next to me. Mm. And I'm just like, what's up? And he's like, somebody fell into your car. Now earlier that night, Jason, the drummer, had blocked off a parking spot for me right Mm -hmm. out front of the horse. Yeah. So that I could just park out front. I've
1: heard this story, but I think you told it to me like not on the podcast. So keep going.
0: Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. So I walk outside And there's this dude just sitting on the sidewalk next to my car with like four other dudes in his party surrounding him. It's the dude that bought me the shot. Yeah. Now, also, I come to find at this juncture, this party was a literal like insurance convention. Yeah. (laughs) Insurance guy fell into my car. And so at this point, I'm like, you know, I'm trying to be chill. Also, this guy's like incoherent and I'm just like whatever like I'm talking to the guy next to him like you know what do I you guys are insurance guys what do I do and he was like well there's you know you, here he's wearing a name tag
1: yeah you got to get his information right buddy what's your name uh. Uh.
0: so I get a picture <laughs> of his name tag well the guy takes a picture and sends it to my phone hell yeah and I'm just like all right this is pretty cut and dry this guy seems like a cool dude whatever i text him personally because the next day, I texted the guy who texted me, the witness. Mm-hmm. And I texted him, and I said, along the lines... Oh, let me see if I can actually pull this up. Let's see. So I, the guy sent me his work website. And he was like, hey, this is, uh, you know, this guy's work website. So I saw the number. And I was like, okay, cool. So... I said, hey, this is Jimmy Seleski, the musician from last night. I was told you took a tumble on my car, unfortunately. Sounds like we all had a fun night, LOL. I was given your info from one of your coworkers. Anyway, everything's all good. My insurance company just wants to know your address, car insurance provider, and policy number, so they can go through your insurance. Just anything that would be on your insurance card, I guess. That's all, man. Hope you're feeling better today. I'll be sure to trip on your car next time I'm in Kentucky. And we'll have a couple of shots of bullet to celebrate. Shots emojis. Yeah. And I'm thinking, dude, this is pretty cut and dry. He's going to respond. Who wouldn't respond to a text like that? The guy I just fell into his car is now threatening to trip on my car. Not really. Yeah. Um, (laughs) No response. So I'm thinking like, what the fuck? So... You know, I I figure I'll give it the weekend. And then I'm also thinking like maybe that was an office line. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So then on my way up to Ocean City on Monday, I texted I, I called up my insurance agency and was like, hey, like here's the information I have. He hasn't gotten back to me. Blah, blah, blah. Spent the rest of the week there. I was figured, like, I'm paying you guys this money. You you do this. Yeah, figure I, it out. Or my own private investigator right now. Come on. Mm-hmm. So then Monday rolls around. Next Monday and I give and I get a text uh, from Allstate being like, hey, call us. I was like okay fine so I called him of course can't get through the apartment I need to anyway I come to find that this guy has now
1: denied it Mm. he says he was not involved he's in the business he knows all the tricks
0: this is this is where it gets sticky because I was like right, I'm I'm thinking first of all this is quite. Did you just possi- like
1: text him the picture of him like leaning up against your car, drunk? No, with his I name didn't. Tag? I didn't.
0: And this is this is what leads me to my next theory. Mm. I then proceed because I didn't think I was going to have to provide all this evidence. I genuinely yeah. thought this guy was just going to be like, okay, whatever, like go through my insurance. It. it, it who cares? Yeah. You know. it, it yeah, I
1: you probably get free insurance by working at the fucking company.
0: Probably. Yeah, you're an insurance guy. Um. So I'm thinking like, okay, fine. So I email them. The claims, and I'm like, all right, here's a picture of his name tag. It has all this, blah, blah, blah. This is, it's, he's literally wearing it around his neck. Uh, here's the phone number of the guy that sent it to me who witnessed it. Uh, also, several other bartenders witnessed it, as well as several other memories of his party mm-hmm. um, who work at his company. And also, it happened directly out front of the place I play at. Mm-hmm. Like it is on their security camera footage. You could literally watch the whole thing from like him falling to me coming out to me sitting there talking to somebody while he's slumped over on the ground. Like you could watch the whole thing. So is he aware of that? Like I'm literally sitting here thinking at this point. I'm like, maybe he genuinely doesn't remember. Yeah. Like I, mean, I think it
1: sounds like he was blacked out.
0: Oh, he was definitely blacked out. Yeah. I I'm sitting there being like, look, just call him again and say, look, the dude has pictures there's security camera footage there's witnesses this happened now that theory doesn't hold up completely because he did just ignore my text mm-hmm. assuming that it did go to his line but yeah. the insurance company called him so that there's still a benefit of the doubt that maybe that was not a textable line mm-hmm. who knows yeah also like I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like that maybe. I mean, I guess he was, must have been super blacked out. Did he have like a bump on him? He hit my car, car pretty hard. Did he not wake up with like an injury and be like, where did that come from?" Oh, this guy's calling me and texting me, telling me that I fell into his car. It doesn't add up. Yeah. Oh, I was blacked out beyond belief last night and had to be helped into a car. Nah, couldn't be that. It's like I'm giving this guy an immense level of benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Now speaking of the system, the FUBU system, what hurts my soul. Is knowing. Because I called up the place yesterday and I said, Hey, any he follow They were like, Yeah, it's still highlighted. We're gonna do it. We're planning on doing it tomorrow. So that'll be today. And I was like, and she was like, Well, he denied it, but you know, that doesn't mean we're gonna stop pursuing. I was like, Well, I would hope so. Because if that's the case, then I'm just gonna deny everything for the rest of my life. And she was laughing. And I was like, But it's true. It's yeah, like it is true. In all of my experiences regarding these types of instances. I've never heard of a person denying something and then the person who was actually the victim of the thing not having to pay for it eventually. Yeah, for like sure. it seems like all you have to do is deny something. Now, in this situation, there is so much evidence to the contrary. But at the same time, I'm looking at it as like, look, my deductible is 100 bucks. Uh, the total estimated damage was like 760 something from the insurance company's standpoint, they may be looking at it going like, okay, look, um, here's how much the damage is if we, your insurance company, just absorb the costs and you pay your deductible. Here's how much it would cost, even though we can technically legally prove that he did it, it's going to cost more for us to take him to court than to just have us pay for it. And I guarantee fucking to you that's going to what's going to happen. I'm 30 now. Mm. I know that at the end of the day, just like we talked about,
1: yeah, because then also if you pay for it too, then you, they get to raise your interest rates on insurance. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And it cost me a hundred bucks, and it's like, and then I was thinking like, well, you know, is there like a hit and run aspect to this? I mean, this is clearly a hit and run. And like, I'm thinking all these things. So I'm like, you know, I don't mind inconveniencing him if he's gonna be a dick to have to make him come up to the Baltimore city circuit court from Louisville for a court date, but <laughs> I don't want to make like all the other people that were just partying with them have to do that. Or maybe all yeah. they'd have to do is like sign a written legal statement or whatever. It's just obnoxious because again, it's just another one of those situations where you realize the way the system works, the way they say the system works and the way the system actually works. At the end of the day, I'm paying all state $180 fucking dollars a month. Um, and I'm supposedly in good hands, according to them. Um, but ultimately, if it comes down to it, if it's cheaper to say fuck you than it is to say fuck him, I get fucked. And that sucks. Yeah. And so knowing and understanding all that about the system, that's why I'm now looking at this Adnan Syed thing and being like, all right, that's probably what happened. Probably he got fucked.
1: Yeah, he probably got blacked out. Doesn't remember <laughs> killing her. <laughs> he just denied it. He <laughs> denied it. You just denied. Just like a dumb NPR host believed him.
0: Yep, and probably fucked him. Probably, I want to see oh, those. I want to see I bet those they sex. Fucked now. Oh, they probably. I mean, who, I bet
1: she picked him up from the jail.
0: I, I got to be honest. I mean, if, if I was in jail for for twenty years and then a random woman got me out, that's. You know, yeah, that's some love after lack of it. I mean, come on, it's like, I mean, yeah, okay, you earned it, you earned it. <laughs> Nothing long term, I don't know how I'll
1: ever repay you.
0: <laughs> Actually, my neighbor, uh, one of my neighbors was falsely imprisoned for something, I think I talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and his wife, his future wife, was the lawyer that got him out of jail, and they wound up getting married. Wow, so it's it happens. Yeah. It happens. And that was just for like a fucking like 10 year stint for like armed robbery. He didn't mm. kill anybody. Or he definitely didn't kill anybody, but they didn't even say he killed anybody, you know. Yeah. Um but yeah. Covering that. That's Anything fun. else you wanted to cover?
1: Um going to Florida next week for, to go hang out down there in hurricane season. Oh yes. Um I'm going to West Virginia this weekend for my spa trip. <laughs> I'm very Ooh, excited about that. That is some I'm coming diva in shit. hot <laughs> as a 30-year-old. I'm going to a goddamn spa. Wow. I'm getting a real massage and I'll get, you know, after that I'll know if I need to get insurance or not. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, do I need insurance or do I just need a really good massage? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: The spa is a poor man's doctor's appointment. Yeah.
1: That's when you find out. They're like, "Wow,
0: you're That's not a knot. That's a tumor. You're like, oh,
1: that's not a knot. Your shoulder's broken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys can't you can't buff that out. Yeah. Oh, so that's been like that for what four years? (laughs) 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 All right. Interesting. I thought it was a knot. (laughs) So
0: I guess a steam towel isn't gonna (laughs) clear that up. Okay. Um. Yeah. Last thing on my end. Speaking of uh, pampering yourself. On the last day of our vacation, we went to Assateague Ooh. for the first time in my life. Uh,
1: Get bit by some horseflies?
0: Almost, dude. Almost. Dude, they're
1: nasty down there.
0: I thought that... Well, first of all, um, Ocean City itself is technically called a barrier split, but it's, it's an island, basically. Mm-hmm. It's a giant sandbar, and Assateague Island is the same type of island Except one down, mm-hmm. and uh, it's interesting to see Assateague because it's completely undeveloped. It's like a state park or something. Yeah, and now you know what Ocean some City looked like.
1: Wild horses are. Yeah,
0: and I thought a, I thought the horses going to be way harder to see. They're everywhere. You they're drive down the road, you are looking bro. at a horse.
1: They got like electric fences on the beach because they're trying to keep horses from pooping out.
0: Yeah, they are, yeah, yeah, and they and they still managed to do it. The the beaches at Assateague are so fucking nice. And you can see Ocean City from Assateague, and I'm like, well, I remember when I was there 20 minutes ago. Um, just a great experience. We rented kayaks and like perused around the the island in the bay thing, and like went through those like marshes and shit, going down little like weird canals and looking at birds and shit. And oh, yeah. the bay, I found out, fun fact, the bay that is behind, uh, not to be confused with the Assawoman Bay, which is the bay for Ocean City, the bay for assateague which you would think it would make more sense to be the ass woman for the assateague or why is it not the same bay because they're literally connected mm-hmm. entirely it's the same body of water as far as i'm concerned or as far as i know um but it's called the Cinepoxant bay and it's i was the vagina woman vagina booba woman um and uh so i'm like we're i'm with Liv, and we're like kayaking through and i see this island in the distance i'm like yo let's fucking go to that island before we return these kayaks i was like why why do i do that and i'm like come on it's gonna be fun this is our adventure and so we're going out and even i'm getting a little scared i'm like oh no and then i'm like i'm thinking we're in like the deep sea i'm thinking we are in the perfect storm mariana's trenches underneath yeah. there's one of those weird fish with the glow stick that hangs from its head <laughs> just lurking under my kayak i take out my oar and i stick it down Water's is like five feet deep.
1: Yeah, the bay is not deep at any point. It, it's
0: insane. Apparently, it's
1: just muddy though, so you might sink yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah,
0: muddy. And I, I go back and I'm, I tell that story to the, the renter lady, and she's like, Oh, yeah, well, the Algonquin tribe that lived around here, um, their word for shallow was cinnapuxin. I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, interesting. So, and she was like, Yeah, you could pretty much walk across that bay, yeah, all the way. There's a, well, there's that's a man-made what, like, the, channel.
1: Uh, the running of the horses when they go from. Assateague to Chincoteague or vice versa or whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck it is Mm -hmm. that's why they're able to cross the the bay like that can horses swim uh maybe they can probably swim but also
0: they're not gonna swim you know a mile they're gonna walk and then be like oh shit we gotta swim for like 20 feet and then back to walking yes there's like a man-made channel there that's 15 feet for like boats and shit but other than that it's shallow as fuck so that was a that was a nice experience And then one last little wink from... I love telling you guys about my winks from the universe. Yeah. Last night, I was listening to an old podcast of ours for no apparent reason. I was just sitting there. I saw a meme that reminded me of a bit we did on that episode. We were talking about like the bathroom attendance. It was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. The one we did at your apartment. Hell, yeah. Great episode. Talked about so much shit. And I, I was just listening to it like, this is good shit. <laughs> and uh, and um, I'm listening to it for like an hour in my apartment and just like kind of just walking around doing shit. And then I, the thought hits me I'm like, oh shit, I don't think I remembered to turn off my amplifier after band rehearsal. So then I'm like, fuck it, I'll drive to the studio. It's like 1140 at this point. Mm-hmm. Hop in my car. Now I have it playing in my car speakers. At this point, I've been listening to like an hour, 15 minutes of it. Drive up here and then walk in. Of course, my amplifier is turned off. Yeah. I'm like, great, this is an awesome trip. So then I get back in, pop the podcast back on, I'm driving back home, and on the episode, we finish a conversation and something happens. I go, Oh, hold up, your boy's getting a call. And at that exact moment, Liv called me in real life. It was and it wasn't like it wasn't like a minute later, it was like it, like it literally went like. Yeah, you like narrated. It was you getting a call. It was the weirdest thing. I. It was surreal. I simultaneously was
1: simultaneously on the pod and in real. life. And in
0: real life, it yeah. was it was just yo, your boy's getting a call. And I was like, oh wait, that's a real. I'm getting called right. <laughs> this is the weird. It was, and I'm thinking there. I'm like, what are the fucking? I mean, what in the? I'm listening to a random episode, like more than a hundred episodes ago at this point. Yeah, two years old. I've been listening to it. There's there's a one second in a two hour episode where that would make sense. And at that exact moment on some random day, two years later, an hour and thirty-four minutes into a podcast, that happens and I get a call at the same time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's God.
1: Yeah. No what you gotta do now? You gotta make a custom ringtone for your phone, but just make it be the regular ringtone but then have, hold up, your boy's getting a call, then... The Dude, co- <laughs> honestly, that's the best That'll idea be sick. you've had of your 30s. <laughs> you start off I've 30 way back. i two days. Two years. <laughs> I'm already hitting fucking home runs. Hitting strides, baby.
0: <laughs> Guys, thanks for joining us on our little fucking Spitfire cast. Yeah,
1: quick little cast. Jimmy's got a gig tonight. Gig getting now. run down. We wanted to get one in before uh, my trip's coming up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check, uh, check me out at... The horse you came in on, well, I'll be at 101 Fed tonight, but you don't care about that because you won't have heard it tomorrow, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight, unless
1: two years from now, Jimmy <laughs> will be at <laughs> 101 Fed. And you're listening.
0: <laughs> Hold up, your boy's playing at 101. <laughs> um, yeah, tomorrow or tonight, Friday, uh, September 23rd, I believe at the horse you came in on with the band, Joe House and John Burkhart and Company, which is just us, uh, 10 to close uh, this Saturday. September twenty fourth, I will be at Brews and Barrels in Gaithersburg in the Kentlands. I'm slowly becoming a fan favorite down in Gaithersburg. Slowly encirculating my way into DC the old-fashioned way via sphere of influence. Taking a little mercantilist approach to uh, my uh, my gig gig acquisitions. So uh, yeah, that's me for this weekend at Sophomore MD. Uh, we got a new single coming out, uh, pending the band's approval. I think we might have finalized the album art, which means we are uploading it. This weekend, and it should be available for your listening consumption uh, sometime in like early October. It's I think it's our best one yet. You can also catch Eric and Co. on the mm-hmm. gang vocals, so it's a good time. Um, yeah, that's it for me. What you got coming
1: up, dude? Um, not much. Just wish me luck down in Florida, <laughs> oh, buddy. Gator <laughs> flies. Yeah. Hope I don't get hit by a gator. Hope I don't get hit by a fucking tornado or some shit. Tornado. Um, but yeah. I'll I'll be back and stronger than ever uh, next week, next Thursday or Friday, so uh, we can do every, another cast either then or on the weekend.
0: You love to hear it, folks. Until next week, peace. peace.